Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Hi, Journey friends. My name is Jenna Biddick, and I'm getting to fill in for Emma Daughter over the next few days as we look at Luke chapter 16 through 18. A little bit about me, I'm on staff with the equipping team here at Watermark, and I get the privilege of supporting our ministry's great questions and equip disciple. If questions or doubts are keeping you from a relationship with God, then great questions is the place for you. We meet at 7.30 every Monday night. If you're looking to gain tools that will help you grow as a disciple maker, then equip disciple is a great next step. You can learn more at watermark.org slash disciple. Today, we are going to be in Luke chapter 16. As we look at this passage, I want to remind us of the purpose of parables. Parables are stories that Jesus used to communicate a truth. Parables are not a one-to-one ratio, meaning we can't take every little detail of the parable and create a truth claim. A helpful hint for me is that most of the time, Jesus saves the main point or the application of his story until the end. So be on the lookout. This framework will be especially helpful as we look at Luke chapter 16. Throughout this passage, there are three different things that I hope you will see that God cares about. Number one, God cares about how we use our resources for eternity. Number two, God cares about the internal rather than the external. And number three, God cares about the eternal rather than the temporary. In Jesus's first parable, he tells us about a rich man and his dishonest manager. Right off the bat, the dishonesty that's highlighted in the manager shows the dissimilarity between this parable and other parables that we've read. Jesus is taking a worldly example of stewardship and he's transforming it. While many commentators differ over the motivations of the different characters, Jesus is trying to show how we are to live as Christians now that he, the king, has come. The first way that we are to live is wisely. Verses 8 through 10 teaches us that character matters in the kingdom of God. Stewarding money and material possessions here on earth with wisdom and integrity should mark believers in Jesus. Our resources can and should be used for eternal purposes. As believers in Christ, we have a future hope of true riches and glory in eternity. But we've also been given material possessions and a gospel to steward while we are here on earth. No amount of wealth or shrewdness will get you into heaven, so the call is one of faithfulness. Which brings us to our next point. We're not only called to live wisely, but also faithfully. We see this in verses 11 through 13. Faithfulness is ultimately rooted in who we serve. You cannot serve both God and money, as Jesus points out. How we use our money reveals who we ultimately serve, and the Pharisees use their money to serve themselves and to be exalted among men, which Jesus calls out in verse 15. He says that the Lord cares about the internal rather than the external. He sees their hearts. 
Living in light of the King who has come means that we are wise stewards of everything that we've been given and that we serve God with an undivided heart. The truth that God cares more about the eternal than the temporary is going to be shown in our next parable about a rich man and a poor man named Lazarus. Just a disclaimer, this is a story, not with real characters, so this is not the same Lazarus that's the brother of Mary and Martha. In this parable, we see our two characters live very different lives on earth and then also in eternity. The rich man had it all while he was on earth, while Lazarus lived a life of suffering and sickness. Their realities are drastically changed when they both die. The main point of this parable can be summed up by Hebrews 9.27, which says, Just as it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment. The rich man who finds himself in Hades, the place for the dead, calls out to Father Abraham for mercy. But his eternal destination, we learn, has already been fixed. He then asks Father Abraham to send someone to warn his family of this judgment that awaits them. Father Abraham tells him in verse 29, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. We have been given everything that we need to know God and turn from our sin in His Word. How beautiful is that? I'm sure that as you've journeyed along with us, you have learned more about who God is and who you are. You've become acquainted with your depravity, but have also seen His holiness and His grace. You've learned about the person of Jesus and the gospel message that He came proclaiming. We have all that we need in Him. The call of Luke 16 is to live faithfully in light of eternity. Be a wise steward. Be marked by integrity and trust that God's word has all that we need for life and repentance. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.